Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I am your host, Perry. And with me on this Friday night, the the Fridayest of nights. The most Friday. The most Friday. There we go. Yes. Swan's back. Hello. Hey, man. I've missed you. Missed you, too. We saw each other briefly over the weekend. Yes. And, <laughs> but all in, it's been almost two weeks since we've sat down and recorded. So. Yeah. Hopefully by the end of the, or the beginning of the year, things will be kind of... Yeah, retail and holidays, not friends. No, Mm-mm. no, not nope. at all. Especially when you just started a job in a in a retail position. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're the you're the fresh meat. I am. You're the puppy. Uh, I'm a small man on <laughs> a non-existent totem pole. <laughs> small fish, big pond. Yes, kind of. Lots of analogies floating around. There are so many that we could we could use, but you know what? The best analogy that I have for this podcast, uh, bourbon, is bourbon. Yes, because the longer it ages, the better it gets. <laughs> what? what? What'd I say? No. <laughs> no, hey, if you're a new listener oh, to the man. show, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Please go ahead and subscribe. Uh, if you're not yet a Patreon member as well, patreon.com slash podcast. More about that at the tail end of the show. We start out every episode with Flying Blind. And this week, we started Flying Blind on the pregame chats on Patreon, and we're finishing it up here. Yes. Tell me, Swan, what you think about this bourbon. Well, it's kind of got like a honey, some orange, almost like those orange cream candies. It is very citrusy. And creamy. Yeah. (laughs) You know those candies that like the cream savers that just came out of nowhere? And then they left as fast as they arrived. <laughs> it's those candies. Whatever happened to those? Did they still make know. them? They're a mystery. They show up. It's just like the little the little strawberry looking candies that are wrapped. They're just no one has those. You can't buy them. They just show up. Whatever happened to the popular candy cream savers? Let's petition to get these back. <laughs> they're amazing. Yeah, they're they're the best. Uh, sadly, you can't find bags of cream savers at big stores like Walmart and Target, not even Amazon. However, there is some good news. There are some brands you can find nowadays that are producing hard candies, which taste very similar to Cream Savers. If you're craving that nostalgic taste of Cream Savers hard candy, then try out Campino Yogurt Fruit Candies. They look exactly the same. It's not the same, though, Perry. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> well, it does say that the reviews are positive and customers seem to be raving about them. Oh, okay. Well, in that case. Um, I'm going to try them. I don't know. I feel like this is drinking criminally under the actual proof it drinks super easy yeah <laughs> it's scaring me a little bit yeah any idea on price 70 okay what about age six years okay proof 107 You said four roses earlier. Yeah. Any day of the week with this bottle, I would have said, more than likely, this is a bullet pick. Gotcha. From Justin's House of Bourbon. Nice. It is not, however, sourced from four roses. Okay. Yes, they do source from four roses. Mm -hmm. This was sourced from Brown Foreman. Interesting. Okay. And is 12 years old. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 104 proof. For $60. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I went into Justin's today. And Caroline's like, what are you, you coming here to buy something or just stopping in to say hey? And I was like, no, I want to I want to pick something up. <laughs> She's showing me like all the different picks. And I was like, what about your Knob Creek? Is your Knob Creek good right now? And she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't even tell you. This bullet pick is 12-year Brown Foreman mm. for $60. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> And I specifically, like, I picked one bottle up, and it was just a little bit lower in fill than mm-hmm. some of the other ones. And I was like, I'm going to grab the one that's more full. <laughs> I told her, too. Yeah. I was like, I'm getting, I'm getting the more full one. But this, I hadn't tried this until right now. This is really, really good. It is. Uh, it's got, I can see, like, some of the Brown Foreman-esque qualities, but it's, like, the best of Brown Foreman. It's not the banana bread crap that they i don't know i'll be be honest with you it's about the best brown foreman i've had yeah it is it might be the best brown foreman i've had i know another place that's got a 12 year pickup bullet right now really yep and it is four roses really yep so tell me after the pod i will and it's a blend of all 10 recipes (laughs) (laughs) it's a small batch 12 year old yeah. <laughs> what? At 104 proof. I'll what? let you know. I'll let you know I'm later. so confused. Don't worry about it, Fairy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Hey, Swan. What? Um, oh, what have you been drinking recently? That's what I was going to ask. Oh, uh, <laughs> scotch. Who are you? I know. <laughs> I've just I've been trying different kinds and seeing what I've like. And the general consensus is, if it's expensive and somebody's let me try it, it's not that bad. <laughs> but I can't fully appreciate it for what it is. Like, yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's kind of fruity. Ta-da! Like that's <laughs> ta-da! Ta-da! yeah. Like I just, it's fine. You know, like yeah. I know that there's probably somebody going like. You had a 15-year whatever finished in sherry cast. That's, like, phenomenal. And I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, coming from yeah, bourbon, right. it's not that bad. It's yeah. like, that's my that's my thing. Yeah. So, uh, probably not appreciating it that much, but sure, sure. it's fine. Yeah. I did a uh, I did an ECBP shootout last night on my stream. I was I was there. I was there for that one. I got a little toasty. <laughs> just, just a tad. Just, just a bit. And it really snuck up on me, too. Like, usually, if you're sitting for a while and then you stand up, it's like, whoa, I am way more drunk than I thought I was. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was just sitting there. I was like, hold on. (laughs) Let me stabilize myself, please. Yeah. (laughs) But I also reviewed this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, The Wilderness Trail Six Year. You need to try some. I've had it. What? I've had it before. Yeah, it's good. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought it, I think it got rid of some maltiness that they have on the, the yellow label. Yeah. That has not always been my favorite, but that's about the only thing I really have any issue with. And you can find it at a good price, though. Well, like I said on my stream, there was a guy selling it on Facebook for $50. But that that is that is a good price right there. Yeah, you <laughs> jump on it at that price. That's $25 less than retail. Yes. I was like, there's no way I can say no to this. Yeah. (laughs) 
So uh, you buy it at that price. Yes. And yeah. I did. And I did. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh. Whiskey Drummer came in this week from Three Chord. That's insane. Had man. a little bit of that. Full bottle, too. That was one of the more amazing things that happened. Like, everybody else was getting, like, a 200-mil bottle with three ounces in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it came in the mail. I was like, "What? who is dropping off a FedEx package at 10.30 a.m. Yeah, with my name on it? Um, and I'm telling you, I opened that box and I couldn't pick up my jaw from the floor. It's it's one of the best things I've had this past year. I don't honest. disagree. I think it's phenomenal. Um, yeah. It's expensive as all get out. It is. $180 for a bottle is a lot. Mm-hmm. But genuinely, I think it's about 40 to $50 more than it needs to be. And at that point, it's a, if you really want it, <laughs> kind of cost, you know? <laughs> So that's that's not always the worst thing. No. I'm 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 not fully upset with the price on it. I mean No. You can get Sorry, Dixon. Kentucky Owl products that are younger than that for a lot more money. So Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's also good to point out that the rumor is that it's fifteen year old Knob Creek. So it's kind of that kind of flavor profile could be sourced from that. Take on it. Yeah, and so, I mean, think about it. They just did a 15-year-old Knob Creek at 100 proof and sold it for what? And then... Uh, 120 Yeah, and then they made it cash strength for this one. I yeah. mean, you're getting you're getting to, you know, the same kind of territory. Uh, oh, and it is just Kentucky bourbon. I don't know yeah. why I thought that it was a blend. Yeah. What am I thinking of? I got something else this week that's a blend. Maybe I'm thinking of the no. You're thinking of the barrel. The the new year? Yeah. No, I'm thinking of something that's like from three different states. As oh, opposed I don't to know. as opposed to the seven that barrel new year is. Yeah. Because that's insane. It that's is. So many so many different states. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways. Oh well. Yeah, we've been drinking on stuff recently. We've been drinking on stuff, indeed. Um, <coughs> as shown by the memory loss. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Thanks for just steamrolling over me coughing. <laughs> now I can't take it out, Swan. <laughs> That's the best part. I do it intentionally. I do it intentionally. Uh, always got my back there, bud. Yep. So we're, we're actually not going to be doing any reviews. Or, no, we're not going to be doing any news this week. Yeah. Rather. We're just going to be doing reviews. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, the past couple of things that I've seen have been very well, like, put out there. Like, yeah. everyone knew about it. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of the one little bit of news that came out today. But even then, I've seen it all over the place. Yeah. And that was just because Costco is picking up some new <laughs> some new Barton brands. Which, yeah, and, if you and, haven't seen that, look at that, man. And speaking of Barton, there's a new line that they're putting out, too, the Thomas S. Moore. Yeah. Just bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> just bonkers. When I saw that, I was like... This is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, um. <laughs> it's strange, man. Yeah, I can imagine. But um. I'm so glad somebody else, they feel my pain because I can't tell you how many times <laughs> in my life somebody has gone, oh, well, we'll just do your first, you know, the first initial and your last name. And I'm just like, oh, God, I'm s'more again. I'm s'mores again. And they feel the same pain. Yeah. Thomas S'more. Uh, just... It's great. 
Yeah. But, I mean, otherwise, there's not really much for us to kind of get into. They have a white wine finished bourbon in that. Oh, yes, they do. And I'm excited for that. I can't freaking wait to try that one. Yeah. Because mm. uh, that one is the most original, and I think everyone's yeah. like, mm, the two have been done. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> and we do have, you know, we have samples on the way as well. Yes. So, shout out to our know. buds over at, <laughs> what'd you say? I wonder if they know. <laughs> That's like, we have the same name. Oh, probably not. Like, very close. I didn't mention anything about you in my email. <laughs> cool. I'll just message them on Facebook and be like, hey, that's mine, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, where do you want to start? Should we go lowest proof? Do you need another glass? <laughs> I should not shoot this. No, no. Uh... <laughs> you probably shouldn't shoot that new Lou either. <laughs> just start with the new Lou and then we'll just yeah sure okay I don't want to like I think this is one that we should because it is a pick yeah. it's probably not fair to do nose palette finish price no we can we can just talk about it and kind of give it a generic score we might do that for a couple of these honestly yeah because we we just have like we got a backlog of stuff we've been meaning to get through uh-huh. and we're about to do that like final consideration of the best of whatever yeah yeah and so we we kind of need to uh, just you know steam steamroll through a few of these like yeah. it's bourbon nights doing that right now too we should um we should definitely do the this one next yes <laughs> The this one we will talk about. The this one we'll talk about. <laughs> I feel like we should review it without telling them what it is, and then say at the end, just to just to, just to make like prolong. I'm okay with that. Okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Boy, this new look smells so good. See, that's why I said it needed to it open up. It smells so good, man. Yeah. It. You're right. It does smell like fried ice cream from a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it also kind of smells like Dunkaroos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which are back this year, by the way. They are. They are back. I've yes. not seen them anywhere, though. No, they're back. <laughs> they're not in my. They're not in my possession. So I really don't care yet. I will. I will care. I'll care very much. I will care when eventually. I own some. <laughs> I'm sure you can order them on Amazon. Mm. Mm. That is different. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's really good. Oh, the finish is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, the finish is so good. And it's still lingering. Oh, yeah. So this one's fun because, like, I got to try it at work. So, of (laughs) course, you have to, like, spit it out because you can't just be getting drunk on the clock. (laughs) But for the next however long, I just breathed this into my mask. Ooh. at work and i was just like oh this is so good man <laughs> it's like hot fudge and ch- like churros and yeah just like marshmallows and stuff like chocolate covered churros for sure yeah <laughs> dang it hey total wine did a great job with this one we didn't pick this whoever picked this did a great job with this one. <laughs> prohibition craft spirits was like this is the best thing we got for you and they sent it to us do you mean chase hazel baker yes 
I don't want to dox him, so. Okay. <laughs> no, hey, man, he, he's the one that does all their social media <clears throat> stuff, so, I mean, I'm yeah. sure he'd appreciate the shout-out. But seriously, I've shout been, out Chase. I've been impro- like very impressed with their products. Yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely make sure to let him know that we're kind of drinking it a little. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even, you know, kind of loosely recommended this to some of our listeners that came and saw me at the yeah. store, and they, yeah, yeah. they both picked up bottles, and they've been kind of passing it around and enjoying <laughs> it. I mean, I, I think it's worth uh, worth pointing out that like they're putting out some good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a there's a couple of picks around town right now that I want to go after, mm-hmm. and this this being one of them. There's another toasted barrel that's uh, around town as yeah. well. I can't remember what the proof is, but I definitely want to want to go and grab it. Well, that's the weird thing is like, what would you guess the proof would be on this? Much lower than it is. Yeah, it's 117.4. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I knew it was 117 and change. Yeah. But it, it it does not drink like that at all. Yeah. It drinks much more. <clears throat> it drinks much more like a, I don't know, like a 100 proof, maybe 105, 107. I'm going back in for the nose, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'd make a candle out of it. I would. I would definitely I'd, make a candle. I'd make out a bath this. bomb out of it. I'd yeah. make a body o- lotion. <laughs> you can do that. You just pour a bottle of Nulu <laughs> all over yourself. <laughs> That's just good, man. I like that so much. Mm-hmm. I I'm a fan. <clears throat> I'd say probably overall, maybe in like the fourteen or fifteen range. Yeah, I would 20. say that too. I would probably go like thirteen and a half to fifteen. Yeah, which is good. Mm-hmm. I think the price is a little steep, but they're doing a lot to it. It is. Yeah, it's it sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, but you can get a lot worse for a lot more money. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I think it's also worth pointing out that who else is doing toasted barrel cast strength? Uh, nobody. Nobody that I know of. Yeah. Is anybody? Not that I know of. <laughs> Victor's maybe down home. I think that some. I uh, maybe Fourgate might have done something. Yeah, but even then, Is like it? those are some like ultra premium brands that are charging <clears throat> some astronomical amounts. Let's look this up. I'm curious now, because Fourgate's gonna run you 150 to 300 bucks usually. Well, Michter's uh, Toasted Barrel Rise cast strength. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the I don't know if the bourbon is though. Man, that's expensive stuff. Yeah, it is. But I don't know. It's one of those things, too, that like a lot of people don't want to jump on it, and then we opened up a bottle to let people taste it, and it was just, boom, everyone wants it. Yeah. Yeah. And you see why. Yeah, I'm not seeing any uh, any other bourbon that's cast strength. I've actually got their toasted. Um, non-toasted five-year as well. Interesting. Yeah. But I'll let you get a pour of that before we leave. Yeah. We got other stuff we got to get to include including that one the yeah that one <laughs> the unnamed sample man people are gonna be so mad at us good for them i just can't believe that we're gonna review it yeah like i'm almost mad that good. we're reviewing it <laughs> good don't get mad get drunk <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a t-shirt. Oh. 
some of my best one-liners just kind of roll out. <laughs> get mad, get drunk. That's such bad advice. <laughs> it's just you wearing a trash bag. <laughs> what, a, what a horrible piece of advice to give somebody. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, look. I know you're, I know you're going to get mad, but let's just stay calm and get drunk. <laughs> yeah, this can escalate later, but for now, calm. Yeah. Well, you go ahead and pour what you want of this sample because I, uh, one, have to take it light. And also, two, I want you to be able to talk about this in reference to a lot of other things, whether I'm on the podcast or not, for sure. What I poured is enough. Good. <laughs> um, I can already tell you, this is the only hint I'm going to give you. Yeah, <laughs> perfect glass for it, too. Yeah, the, the only hint everyone's going to get is the price is going to be a zero. <laughs> if we we have to have given a price a zero at one point, right? Oh, for sure, but like... Or like other other categories a zero. I've not tasted or noticed this, and it's going to be a zero. That's, that's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Maybe a one. <laughs> Not for me, buddy. <laughs> I know I'm subjective, but I'm not. Ooh, okay. It's not a bad nose. <laughs> it's like banana nut bread. <laughs> we'll just spoil it. I can't remember the specifics on this one. It, uh, I believe it was finished for three years. That's such a long time. It's two to three years, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll look it up before we shove a foot in our mouth here. Lord knows we're doing that already. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Webbed feet just shoved in my in my mouth. It's all good. Oh, I just cannot get over. On this bottle, <laughs> Perry's got a case of the giggles tonight. I don't know why. I, I just maybe it's because I'm tired. It's because I rolled up and you're like, man, it's been a long day. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna keep the energy up. And, and then here I am, one drink in, and he's got the giggles. <laughs> have you have you tasted it yet? No, I haven't either. I really do enjoy the nose, but I'll be honest, it doesn't smell like bourbon. No, it it smells more like cognac. Yeah. Which would make sense, actually. Yeah. Where did where it go? <laughs> so I took a... It's just like a... It's just like it evaporates. Yeah, I, went, I took a sip and it's just gone. Like, the flavor oh, the is finish not is bad. Nice, though. The finish is really good. <laughs> yeah, the finish is, is pretty good, but like... And I don't know. Like, I've just disappeared. There's not a lot to this. No, there's not. You want to go ahead and spoil it? Yeah. <laughs> don't sound so excited. Can I say that this is the most expensive bourbon I've ever had? Yeah, you can. <laughs> the Woodford Reserve Baccarat. Yeah. I finished. It says three seasons. I don't know if it's three. That means three. Okay, years. so that could be a year and a half because <clears throat> I think they do two seasons per year. Yeah. So a year and a half. 
um, uh, in in cognac barrels. Yes, yes. So it um, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So I mean, you got to realize that this is a hand blown baccarat crystal, you know, decanter. You are paying more so for the novelty of the glass, the box. The status behind it, the fact that someone finally decided to get it out of the case at Liquor Barn and they just wanted to not see it anymore. I mean, you're, you're paying for a lot of that. Not so much the juice inside. Sorry, Chris Morris. But, I mean, it's just, it's just fine. I will say it's one of the more, more interesting Woodfords I've had. Oh, I can't disagree with that. That is one of the most interesting Woodfords I've ever had. I think here's 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 where I think I'm getting tripped up. <laughs> it's fine for the price. Yes. But I think that we're being led to that disclaimer because of the pri- I don't know how to put this. Our judgments being clouded by that. Yeah. Like I, I, I think it's good. I genuinely think it's good. I do, too. I just, I have a hard time. And so my friend reviewed this, and he mm-hmm. gave us a sample of this. But I have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that they just announced a 16, 17-year-old bourbon. And they decided that that needed to go in just a run-of-the-mill bottle yeah. and put out. And this needed to be the one in the Baccarat Crystal bottle. I feel like they needed to be flipped. Yeah. Is there any age statement on this other than the three seasons of... Not that I could find, no. See, I mean, like, that's that's frustrating, too. Yeah. I wish I knew how old this actually was. I like this picture of this guy. Oh, I guess he's in a suit. <laughs> I was going to say, just some guy casually pouring Baccarat edition Woodford at yeah. a bar. But it's a nice-looking glass, and it's a guy in a suit. So... I'll give it. I'll give it to him. Um, I don't know, like a ten out of twenty, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably where I'm at. That's probably where I'm at. It's just, and I mean, the biggest issue with it is the price. Of the, course, the price. Yeah, like availability's fine, believe it or not. <laughs> like, yeah, I've really. seen it a few I, times. So high. Yeah, but <clears throat> it, and yes, if you do look at it from an art perspective the price is probably more appropriate i mean like you were saying it is handcrafted and um what what, hand blown yeah i mean they do their own crystal you know thing i don't know if it's blown craft i have no idea i don't don't know how it works uh because i really don't know what the difference between glass and crystal is if i'm being honest with you uh (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. That was such an Andy Dwyer thing to say. Yeah, but I like... Don't, I, I don't know the difference between glass and crystal, and by this point, I'm too scared to ask. <laughs> I'm too squared to ask. Too, too squared to ask. Too squared to ask. Either, <laughs> either way, like, I just... I, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you were that big of a Woodford fan and you bought this, you could use this to decant Woodford for the rest of your lifetime. You better use it for something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for, your, you know... Your divorce lawyer payments, uh, something. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't see the appeal of this bottle. And to be honest with you, not a whole lot of people have either, because it sits around pretty frequently. I've I've seen it. Yeah. 
way more places than I should have for the limited availability that they boasted. Have you noticed that neither of us have taken the second sip? <laughs> Swan shoots $2,000 bourbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm sticking with my 10 out of 20. I'm going to give it probably about the same. <laughs> yeah. Like 9, 10. Yeah. I, w- I was kind of leaning more 9 on that second sip. So <sighs> Yeah. That being said, the glass is beautiful. Crystal glass. <laughs> I don't know. Look, it's like bourbon and whiskey. All crystal is glass, but not all glass is crystal. Sure. Yeah, okay. Anyway, what know. else are we drinking tonight? <laughs> Um, how about one that we've been meaning to review on the show for a while? That's like 40 different ones. I'm yeah, going to need to narrow it down. Well, I just picked this one up today. Oh, Ta-da! yes. Uh, Yellow <laughs> Yellowstone Limited Edition 2020. Beautiful freaking bottle. Finished in Armagnac casks. Yes. Just yes. <laughs> yeah, man. 101 proof. Mm. So pumped. So pumped. We had this at uh, Chad and Sarah's house. We did, yes. A few weeks back. And uh, I was like, we need to to actually review this. (sighs) Chad would kill me right now. Oh, my heart's just hurting. (laughs) Yeah, it's so bad. It it wasn't well wrapped on there either. But like knives, they exist. (laughs) I don't have one right now. Did you have one on you? I mean, no, but they <laughs> they do exist. Like that's you can say that about just about anything. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I look at my bank account and I'm like, money, it does exist, but it doesn't make <laughs> it's it. It's just so. not there. Yeah, it's just not currently available. So Yellowstone finished in Armagnac, hundred one proof. There's a label on the side. I there is. If, I don't know if there's more information on there. No, it's just kind of a history of of what's going on. Because mm. I don't I don't know if there's an age. No, on this one they they don't disclose a ton. They usually disclose the one defining factor, and that's about it. Because they had like a twelve year or something at one point they put out, and like a wine barrel finished and a few yeah. other things. Uh, undisclosed distillery company website says seven years old though. Seven years old. Cool. And it is finished in Armagnac casks. Yeah. Thanks, Breaking Bourbon, for helping me clarify that. <clears throat> oh, instantly better than what we just had. Heck, man. Uh. <laughs> There's just like a certain... How do you say, how do you say? No, there's like a certain <laughs> bite that Woodford tries so hard to cover up that I feel like just does well with finishing. Yeah. I just don't quite get it. Like, I mean, I guess that's their thing. They are meant to be the most non-offensive, crowd-pleasing bourbon mm-hmm. you could possibly get. And I, I just don't think it does well with no. finishing. <clears throat> and I mean, Woodford's fine as it is. It is probably like one of the most sold bourbons I've ever seen. It's yeah. insane. Oh, absolutely. People think it's real, you know, 
It's real fancy stuff. It's well, yeah, it's fancy. It's real fancy. You ever get you some of that double oaked? It's <laughs> extra fancy. I was talking with my buddy, uh, my buddy uh, Colin from the uh, Hop Ons podcast the other day about <clears throat> Woodford double oaked, and we were both like, "It's fine." Yeah. <laughs> I just there's there's just not a lot to it that I like too much. It's good with a cigar. I mean, like, it's got usefulness to it, I guess. I bet it's fun to cook with. Yeah. That's a real... That's, that's... <laughs> that's a compliment if I've ever heard one. What are you thinking? What are you feeling about this one? I'm feeling like it tastes a lot better than that Woodford did. God, we have got to stop making Chris Morris mad. I mean, I know that man just brings that company in millions, so he doesn't care. But at the same time, like... We are not a friend of his. We're not. A, we're not a fan of his products, like at all. And I, I genuinely feel bad about it, too. Like I want to be. I think the batch proof is good. Yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite, but <clears throat> I th- think it's way better than anything else on their line. That's fair. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this this is actually this really is spectacular. Good. I love this. I I do too. And so I'm going to say something I think kind of strange here. I think Yellowstone did a good job selecting a younger bourbon to put this with. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, I mean, we did a pick, uh, the, you know, Rifmus pick, and it's got some kind of Armagnac-esque features within it. You know, it's kind of a little fruitier, a little more earthy, kind of like a kind of caramely, just light essence to it. That's what they're imparting on some, you know, some bourbon right now. Mm-hmm. I think it does well when it's got a slightly younger bourbon to kind of go with it as yeah. opposed to something that's way over oaked that just has mm-hmm. some fruitiness. Kind of just, I don't know, the LaCroix factor of like, you know, it tastes like this. Not really. But if you if you watered it down. Yeah. This tastes like if you screamed pineapple into a room. Yeah. My favorite one is... Drinking LaCroix is like somebody shouting the name of a fruit from a different room yeah. while you were drinking it. Exactly. Like it's, <laughs> Or are you drinking club soda? <laughs> I, I feel like it would get drowned out if it was in like Russell's or something. You know, that's very over-oaked, you know, for some people. This might have just become a contender for my top ten. You know, I'm going to disagree. Really? Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's very good. Huh. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know if it needs to be finished more or less or what. I don't know. I'm this is I just personally for me, I feel like it needs a little extra something. I could maybe it might wind up being like an honorable mention. Mm. You know, I could see that. Cuz I've done I I do those every year. Yeah. What is this, the fourth year now that we'll have done best best ofs? It's crazy. Yeah. Because we started in 2017 and we did best ofs that year. So. I don't know. I mean, the more I sit with it, the more I like it, but I think the nose is phenomenal. I have some issues with the palate more so. What are your issues with the palate? I just feel like it needs something extra. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's proof. 
I don't know if it needs to be finished longer. I do feel like it could be a little bit higher in proof. Um, but I don't think that it detracts from the overall quality. I, I think that I would probably wind up giving it a maybe like a 15 again. Uh, yeah, I think I would also put it right at about 15 or 16. Yeah. I think the price uh, is spot on. Yeah, at 100 bucks. I paid a little bit more than MSRP mm. for this, but it was mostly because <clears throat> I hadn't seen it anywhere yet, or I didn't have the money to get it if I did before today. That's fair. So I was like, eh, I'll, I'll grab a little, a little something. Something extra, yeah, so, yeah. I'd I'd give it a fifteen. I'm gonna yeah. stick with it. I agree. I'd it's have good. a yeah. It it's is good. It is good. It's just good. <laughs> it's just good. Yeah. What do you mean just good, Swan? It's just. What do you mean just good? It's just. <laughs> Stephen Beam, help me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, it, it is. It is very good. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I have a hard time wrapping my head around it. I feel like Armagnac is just one of those things that people don't finish in because it doesn't impart enough flavor, even though the flavors you do get are good. It's just, it's completely overpowered by the fact yeah. that it's in this. I've been meaning to get Steven on the show for a while now. I think it'd be great because he's about to, he's been doing those with the 375s, the limestone uh-huh. branch ones, I think, and the people love them. Yeah. I've got one that's okay. But I think it was the picking team that screwed up on that. I, I want, I would love to see what he feels like is the best of those to try. Yeah. Because they seem I, almost experimental. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like that's kind of the gist with a lot of 375s uh-huh. now from larger companies. I, I'll, well, Yellowstone's still, or Limestone Branch is still on the craft trail. They're still very small. They I, are. They're an extremely small operation. They are, yeah. And, and <clears throat> this is sourced. The LE is always sourced. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's, yeah. But I want to I want to get him on the show. I want to talk about the kind of the art of blending, what he, the, the way that he blends. Yeah. Um, and how he goes about with finishing. I just too. I just figured out why I'm not loving this as much. Please tell. I enjoyed our blend of Armagnac uh, and <laughs> rare breed and rare breed more just as much for a significantly cheaper price. <laughs> and I hate that it's that way. <laughs> but genuinely that was actually really good. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I think this is a great accessible, consistent thing to do. Yeah. Telling someone to go hunt down a bottle of rare breed in uh nineteen ninety eight Delord Armagnac <laughs> yeah. is not exactly a consistent <laughs> method for blending. <laughs> do you sell much Armagnac? Eh. Not really. No. There's that <gasps> I should get that set. Yeah. That set, apparently the oldest one, just makes it worth it. I think it's a 1979. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Heck yes. We'll do another Armagnac episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then we'll blend it with Rare Breed. <laughs> 1979. Well, just blend it all with Rare Breed. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to try something just completely left field next? Uh, is it scotch? No. Mm. Oh, what is this? Ooh, the what sound is of paper. There you go. You can read up on it if you want to. 
Virgil Kane, Ribbon Rail Rye, straight rye whiskey from South Carolina. I I adopted that accent about halfway mm-hmm. through because I realized it seemed slightly appropriate. Yeah. I Ribbon Rail Rye embodies the perfect blend of three distinctive uh, straight rye whiskeys. Partnering with Revelry Brewing, we created this unique blend that consists of five-year-old rye, four-year-old rye, double-barreled rye, and four-year-old double-barreled rye and a delicious double-barreled rye whiskey in chocolate malted porter beer barrels. Holy moly. Uh, the result, one-of-kind rye whiskey with the ultimate balance of spice and sweet, along with unmistakable notes of cherry and chocolate. If you have been waiting for the perfect sipping rye whiskey, it's in your hands. I can sip this piece of paper? Absolutely. Um, I just figured this was up your alley, man. It is 100% up my alley. Chocolate porter? That mm-hmm. sounded like uh, something you would like in some double-barreled rye? That's just interesting. Yeah, 99.2 proof. It's a good, interesting proof. Hold on, i got to finish my yellow, my yellow star. What a terrible thing. <laughs> I'm really happy that I got that bottle. Really, really happy that I got that bottle. Me too. Do you... Huh? Do you want, should I finish this? Yeah, it was only a one-ouncer. Oh. We're good. Yeah, and I, I will say a couple of these samples, actually a lot of these samples are supplied by uh, Chad from My Daily Bourbon Yeah, on Instagram. Give him a follow. Great yes. guy. Does a lot of reviews. We're so a lot of the things that we, uh, we've we reviewed, he's also reviewed. Um, so you can kind of get his take and our take and decide whether or not, maybe, hey, this is something I want to buy. His uh, his feelings on the, uh, the old Overholtz that we reviewed a couple weeks back. Pretty much the same as what we had. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty cut and dry, I have a feeling. Because yeah. even like the, the Todd who gave them to us was just like, and 114 is great. Uh, 11 years, it's it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took the um, the 114 over to uh, over to my dad. What do you think? <sighs> what did he like? He liked it better than something. I can't remember what it was. I've got too many bottles. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just smelled this while you were talking. That's bizarre. That is bizarre. That smells more savory than anything. Yeah. I mean, it smells like... It smells like basil. Yeah. Not Hayden, but like... No, like ba- like... Yeah. Basil the herb. Wow. 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 I'm wow. getting like that chocolatey stuff too. But, I am too. But it's it's not as apparent as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like them taking a, an entire cocoa bean and shoving it up my yeah. nose. <laughs> it's but also it's, very minty. Yeah. It is very minty. It's really, really different. It is. Whew. Okay. I think I'm ready for the palate on this one. There's a little bit of citrus in there too. It's kind of lemony, but that that is truly just a wildly different nose from everything else that we've had tonight. Wow! Oh, the finish! <laughs> oh, I'm loving this actually. Whew, that is hot on the back end of the palate. It is, but like, have you ever Ooh. had a finish that hits the 
upper back roof of your mouth? No. Like, did it do the same it for you? It did the exact... Like, I can feel it kind of cycling through the back of my mouth towards my throat as I'm talking. That I, is wild. I almost like that for the sensation. <laughs> did I just find out something about myself? <laughs> like that outtake from parks and rec that we talked about that one time. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh chris bratt what a legend uh-huh. this is really good this is very unique what's the msrp on this i don't know i'm gonna have to look it up so literally he handed this to me with like a little uh paper that they they had put in kind of with info i didn't look anything up i was just like <laughs> it's new never did had he, it did we'll he get a full it. bottle of it yeah, he did. Oh, okay. We should read out, reach out to them if they're sending out full bottles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to share this with some people. Yeah. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention at the top of the show? That I did a barrel pick today. Yeah. I, I talked about it on the pregame chats, but I didn't talk about it in what we've been uh, what we've been drinking. Yeah, I went on a barrel pick with the Texas Whiskey Consortium and our buddy Travis. Oh, there's or no Cletus. way this is the price. Anyway, we picked a, a really, really good barrel of Buffalo Trace, and uh, I. The, what made me remember that is that I looked over at the uh, the bottle of Benchmark Foolproof, and I meant to ask Susanna, who does their their barrel picks there, <clears throat> if she knew what the distribution was going to be like in the future, because I think it's weird that we haven't gotten it in Kentucky yet. But yeah, what's what's the what's the price? They've actually got a whole line. I was looking at something else on theirs. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw one for twenty seven ninety nine. Snap! We don't have to ask them to send us a bottle. We'll just buy one. <laughs> I can't. I can't find it. That's the thing. Uh, I can't find the MSRP anywhere. The Ribbon Rail Rye. Yeah. I wonder if there's no way it was distillery only. Ooh, I found a price. What's that? Gnarlyvines.com has it listed for eighty five. I still think this is original enough for that. Yeah. Um, DeWineSpot.co has it for 80 So, I, I mean, I guess in general it's about $80. Yeah. I spilled it all over my phone. Did you really? It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fine. These okay. are waterproof now, right? <laughs> I mean, for the most part. Yeah. They're bourbon proof, kind of. Yeah. That's the same thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh I will say eighty bucks is a lot for a three year old rye. It is, yeah, but they have done a lot to it. It's so unique. Yeah. They, that, there's nothing like this on the market. There no, there's not. I, I this is one that I would highly suggest if you could try it at a bar mm-hmm. and then just decide, hey, this is my this gimmick is for me, man. I <laughs> Swan's just I'm knocking doing, stuff so all I'm over just, the place. Yeah, you I'm might want to put your cap back on that water bottle there too. Nah, because it, it just like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but if you knock it off with the cap off, it's just gonna spill everywhere. I'm willing to take that risk, Perry. All right. I guess I'm cleaning water up later. Nah. <laughs> there we go. We'll just tighten the cap a little. <laughs> just tighten it up. Anyways, anyway. ribbon rail rye. I think it would be a solid 12 and a half, 13 for me. Yeah, it, it's, I don't, 
like I say unique and I'm not implying that unique just automatically equals good. There are parts of it that I'm not super crazy about. I like I was getting kind of a licorice note on the on the palate as well that I just not not a big fan of. So, I don't know. I I'd probably lean a little bit more 11 and a half to 12. That's fair. Overall. So, I'm a sucker for a good chocolate note, so I'm I'm yeah. going to go up a little on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I would more than likely be in the 12 range. Um still impressed. I, I want more of this though. For the first thing that I've ever like tried from yeah. them, they have an entire line. Uh-huh. So I'd be curious to see what the rest of their stuff is like, especially yeah. if it's this unique as far as how they put it together. Shoot, man, if they're sending out full bottles, I'll reach out to them and yeah, say, hey. Yeah, share this with quite a few people and be like, <laughs> right? What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. All right, I think I got two more in me. What you feeling? Well, we could do one. Okay, we could do this one of two ways. We could um, review two that we need to, or one that we need to, and one just for fun. Uh, let's do one that we need to, and one just for fun. Cool. We need to review Restoration Rye. Oh, let's do it, buddy. We need to. Let's do uh, it. We've been teasing it for a couple of weeks, and I think that it's just, it's just time. It's time. Yeah. That we, we get into it. Um, I'm going to grab a clean glass. I'm sorry I don't have one ready for you. Oh, it's all good. But... I, I just um I I will say the bottle is not as over designed in person. Let's talk about the design of the bottle. Yeah, because this needs to be out of the way first. This is a beautiful bottle with a design that we like a an actual like label design that we were not loving at well, first. Let me let me be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't love the label. I still I still think that it's a little bit overdesigned. Yeah. I agree. And one of the things that I, I think I was talking about this with the guys from Tell Me I'm Wrong. One of the things that and, and actually we were talking about it too when uh for for the episode that came out two weeks ago. Everything about Castle and Key's branding has been clean, 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 clean. Right? Simple design really easy to to digest and this label is not that it's not that no and i I feel like they could have gotten away with more of a woodford approach where they literally just did like minimalistic emboss leave it alone Mm -hmm. and call it a day and they they really didn't also uh not to call you guys out but who in the world is writing how many years aged was on the back of this because i've looked at like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at least 20 of these bottles now at work and gone, oh, well, maybe the first one was only the one that looked like eight years. No. no. Whoever no. wrote it, they they all look like eight years. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. But, but positives about the bottle. It's a beautifully shaped glass. It is, yeah. It's a very unique mm-hmm. shaped glass, which you don't get a whole lot anymore. The cap, I, or the cap, <laughs> who calls who calls a cork a cap? Uh, the cork or the topper is reminiscent of uh, the the. I, I believe it's the. 
what was used as like a reservoir. Yeah. By Colonel Taylor, uh, when he was when he was distilling there, um, everything else still has that kind of that regal vibe that you kind of feel at Castle and Key. I mean, it, it's very much the distillery. It is, yeah. I, I mean, it fits. The bottle shape fits in super, super. I have not noticed that yet. Yeah, on the bottom. Holy crap. And it also says Castle and Key Distillery all the way around. Awesome. Yeah, here, look at it, man. It's cool. How have I not noticed that? That's what I'm saying. I don't think they needed that that crazy label. No, they absolutely didn't. I don't know if embossed is the right way to go. I think that like printed on the bottle. Would have been. I think that's what you meant. Yeah, with, I, with the Woodford approach. I, I feel like that would have been fine. Honestly, I, I really do. Yeah, um, and I and I get it. I get the label. I do, but too. I just don't. I just don't like it. I, honest, honestly, I just don't like it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I think it stands out on the rye shelf. I will say that. For sure. Yeah, and I, I'm. It's gonna stand out when the bourbon comes out, as well. If yeah. they keep this this bottle design and this label design, I'm sure they're going to. I mean, I can't imagine that they would go too far from this branding with whiskey. Yeah, but who's to say? I mean, they could <clears throat> completely do a 180 and go back to the the old style that they were, you know. I like that it makes you think, though, because there's not many labels that you're just like, I'm going to tear this apart. Yes. I agree. I agree with you. And it works the part of my brain that I don't use as much as I did when I was in school. Yeah. You know, and like really be analytical about it and and try to break apart what it is and and dissect it and get into it. But... um, so it it's at least three years old. At least three years old, and it's 103 proof, right? Yeah. Um, inaugural batch. Do you know they've already put out two batches? Really? There's a second batch already floating around, yeah. Really? Yeah. Have you guys gotten the second batch? Mm-hmm. I might have to grab it. Yeah. I'm thinking about it myself. If it's If it's different enough... From the first batch, I will pick it up. But if it's basically just a retread of the first one, I don't see much point in it. Yeah, and I have no idea what it's like. Yeah, and I'm I'm not saying that you know small batch is bad. It's just that yeah, <laughs> this this is a slightly more premium product, and one that I would prefer to see a little bit more attention to detail. In. Yeah, I just they've set the expectations so high, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, that being said, actually getting into the bourbon, the nose is like my favorite. The rye, it's it's the nose is probably my favorite part of this. Yeah, I mean, it literally just reminds me of Andy's mints. I think I might have to disagree with you. I think the palate is the best part of this. Really? Yeah. Um, 
Let me be perfectly honest, though. I am not overly impressed with this release. It's fair. I think it's good. I think it's a really strong first foot forward. Um, it needed a guiding hand or a master vision that was lost when Marianne left. I don't think that there's the singular vision anymore with Castle and Key. No, no, I, I, I can get behind that. I feel like it, it kind of left the whole, like, you know, I've got a plan for this. I want to put it out when I'm ready. And they they kind of realize it's like, hey, we got to make money, man. I mean, it's there's no, there's got, there's no, like, there's definitely a correlation behind, like, oh, COVID, can't do as many tours, can't do as many venues. All of a sudden, it's like, well, now the rise got to come out. I mean, it's, that's, yeah. That's, that's just easy to spot, you know? And may I remind you, too, she said on this very show that it was not entirely her decision to yeah, leave the company. Yeah. And so that, that being said, I, I think that genuinely their gen is going to continue to be one of their driving factors. I think they make a fantastic, you know, what do they have, like a spring and a fall release mm-hmm. on the gen and then just a standard. Um, but, I mean... I feel like this could have waited. I feel like, honestly, another year or two, and this would have been more interesting. And who am I to say? Maybe this is the best product they've got out right now. They may have selected the best barrels they possibly have, and they put it together, and this is what this is what it tastes like. Yeah. But I think it's just fine. Yeah. I do think it's going to make some great cocktails, but, I mean, depending on the master distiller saying hey your stuff makes good cocktails is kind of demeaning you know unless that's the intention unless it's the intention yes i agree i agree with you yeah um i i'm just underwhelmed i i i am just underwhelmed by this (sighs) but i do still enjoy it i like going back to it and i do enjoy drinking it but and part of it could be to the buildup behind it. Yeah, your expectation was set so high. Oh, yeah, it's for like, sure. Can't live up to that. For sure. But let me ask you this. If money weren't an object and you wanted to pick between three rye whiskeys, would you pick this, Peerless, or the uh, new um, the new release of rye from uh, Jamesy Pepper? Jamesy Pepper. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down, James E. Pepper. I mean, it's relatively nominal rye whiskey. But I'm saying, though, is like, relatively, they're all the re- the same age from mm-hmm. a smaller distiller. Yeah. And it's all their own product, right? Is the I don't know if the pepper's theirs. Okay. I, I think that they might have sourced that one. But even then, a four-year-old rye whiskey at 110 proof. It, it's it, for $50. A yeah. bottle. It's killer. It's just, it's a an absolutely stellar whiskey. Yeah, and I, I just think that, I mean, I would literally put this last out of the three. Yeah. Um, I think I think I would too. Yeah. And, and <sighs> I, 
I know that you say like if money weren't an option or an obstacle, but like I I still don't know if peerless is exactly what I want it to be either. It's not, but you know, I, I feel like they have more depth in their rye whiskey than yeah. this. This yeah, is one of I can those, get behind that. This is going to be one of those that has a great one note and lacks a little depth. And it's approachable for a rye, but I don't always want that in a rye. Rye always feels like it should be bourbon's bigger, meaner brother. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I just I want a warming in my chest. Yeah. I want a bit more of like something that's going to make me think... I tend to break down rye whiskeys a little more. Yeah. I'm not as like critical on proof. I notice that like I enjoy. Oh, for the, sure. Like this year, we we were like Sazerac hands down over the handy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, genuinely, I just don't feel challenged by this. I feel like it was meant to be kind of the Woodford approach, where it's just accessible to everybody, and I I feel like it's just a decent first release. But that being said, a decent first release is not a bad thing. And having something that's approachable is also not a bad thing. I think we're just at the point where we want something that's not this. And I, if you know other people resonate with our palates, they're going to think the same thing. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I don't think this was made for us. Yeah. I really don't think this was made for us. Um, I wanted it to so badly. Yeah. <laughs> I really, really wanted it to. I wanted this to be the the end all be all for this company mm-hmm. and then get just unbelievably surprised by their bourbon. I think a rye select that came out at cash strength would be phenomenal. Okay. Yes. Let me backtrack a little bit. Cause I do want to talk about what the potential for their bourbon is right now. So this is a three-year rye whiskey. Mm -hmm. We've had a two-year rye whiskey that punches way above its weight class and is, I would argue, far superior to this bottle. Okay. And that's the Hotel Tango. Yes. The only thing about the Hotel Tango is it's a little harsh. It is. Yeah. But I, if we're talking about complexity, we're talking about depth of character. Yeah. Hotel Tango has it. Yeah, I agree. This doesn't. This is like white bread compared to rye bread. Exactly. Yeah. And if that's the case, I'm worried about what the bourbon's going to be like. Because... With the way that bourbon ages in comparison to rye, mm-hmm. and they're rushing to get the product out, I am really, really concerned that it's just going to be bland. Yeah. And, that, and, and, and you know, people keep telling us, too, oh, you just haven't had the right pin hook. You just haven't had the right bottle. And, like, there's those pin hooks that were distilled and aged at Castle and Key. I'm underwhelmed by those. Yeah. And if those are anything to go off of, um, 
It's not looking so good for Castle and Key's own brand. It's not. But again, I have to point out, they make one of the most fantastic gins. That's not something to be upset about. I just, I don't know if I'm in love with some of their aged products. Well, here's here's the other thing about the gin. Mm-hmm. That's a product that was laid out. The footstones of that were laid out by Mary and, and all they had to do was replicate that. Mm-hmm. There was no guide map for their whiskeys. Yeah. And sure, the initial idea was we're going to try to recreate this flavor of a Prohibition-era E.H. Taylor product. Mm-hmm. But do they still hold that vision? Is that still something that we can expect from them? I don't know. I don't even know if this is what Marianne's initial vision for the rye was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you you also got to realize too, like you got to take Marianne out of the scenario. Is this what the owner's decision was for this? Because they made, you know, based on the speculation, they made the conscious decision that they didn't want her vision to take part in the brand. There's no speculation. Yeah. She outright told me. But I I know, and I'm saying like <laughs> she kind of just hinted at it as opposed to blatantly said it. Well, okay, that's fair. You, you but, get what I'm saying. Yeah, I do, I do. But, but it's much less like we're all sitting around with our tinfoil hats on going, well, I think that she was, you know. Listen, I make a great tinfoil hat. <laughs> okay. what? It's on your resume. It's on my resume, <laughs> yes. It's in the special skills section. Uh, but, I mean, it's just, if the owner decided, you know, hey, listen, at some point, I would prefer to put out a less a lesser whiskey to maybe make more money up front then you know and decided that she needed to be not a part of the process to make that okay i mean i don't know that's a that's a that's a very like strange place to be in like i i feel like if that's what he wanted then we need to take her out of the scenario because she's obviously maybe not gonna approve this <laughs> should i ask her I don't think she's going to comment on this one, to be honest with you. Because I've seen nothing from her. I feel like there's been multiple attempts to just be like, hey, what'd you think? Hey, what'd you think? Worst case scenario is she says, no, we can't. I can't comment on it. Yeah, and even then, like, she might tell you her feelings, but I can't imagine she's going to be like, yeah, bubble size. (laughs) I said, if I were to ask you, Marianne, what's your opinion on the recently released Castle and Key Restoration Rye? Would you be able and willing to respond? And if so, can we share that information? I'm not trying to gotcha here, but I also haven't seen anyone put out your thoughts on the matter. We might come back to that a little bit later. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know yet. This is the one that I want to break down. This is the one that I want to go step by step with. Yeah. If you're okay with that. Yeah, sure. I, I know it's getting kind of late. I don't want to keep you too long. No, nah, it's all good. I got work at noon tomorrow. Oh, solid. Yeah. Tom's have... fake now. <laughs> I don't have work tomorrow. Nice. I don't have work for a little while. I think, okay, she went the best route. I think she could have gone with it. Okay. Her response was, I haven't tasted it, so I can't really provide my thoughts. I don't do any marketing for Castle and Key anymore. Duh. Uh, But I will always be proud of what I built there. 
Nice. There we go. Dude, I feel like she's probably got one of those where you type like A five times and it just auto-completes <laughs> that. <laughs> I have that. I type A five times and it's like, I'm sorry, I'm driving right now. I'll text you back in a minute. I've got that for emails and our address. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I want to break this one down. Yeah, no, I'm so, all for it. Uh, so what do you think on the nose? Nose? I'm gonna give it and give it a three. Two point five. Two point five. I feel like this is gonna get some good ratings for how we did not talk about it well because again it is so non offensive. It's just not I agree. Mind blowing. I agree. Palette, I'm going to go a little bit less so. I'm going up with the palette. See, for me, I'm just getting some, like, wet grass somewhere in there. Like, it's it's mixed in with, like, kind of the mintiness, some chocolate, some decent notes. And when I say chocolate, it's almost more of, like, a cocoa powder kind of yeah. thing. Not necessarily, like, a milk chocolate. Um, I'm going 3.5. See, for me, I'm going a two. I think that there is there is complexity to it. and I, I But it's just not out of this world. That's fair. Honestly, I might bump it down to a three. I, I'm, at, I'm at a two. I'm pretty strict on that. I, I'm going to bump it down to a two. I think this is three. genuinely the, the least appealing part. The, I don't think so. I, I think... I think the finish is the least appealing part the because finish, it's non-existent. Yeah, the finish is not not there. But I'm actually going to give this an extra point more so than I would normally because, again, it's non-offensive. So my, my big thing with non-offensive. rye is... Yeah, think about this. So with non- rye... Is non-offensive here? Yes. It's a really dumb joke from another podcast that I listen to. It's all good. It's all good. It's a mean non-offensive. <laughs> It's just getting worse. What is going on? That's what here? she sounds like on that podcast. What did I say? I'm just quoting something. <laughs> oh my god! Why got to make this complicated, Swan? It's not. It's all my fault. You're right. But I mean, seriously, like with rye, the big complaint is is I I can't drink it. It's too spicy. Yeah. There's none of that. No. It's literally just a little bit of honey. The Yeah, kind of the you know a little bit of slight wet grass thing that I have going on goes away. It's just a small little drip of honey and nothing else, no heat. That's it. I mean, that's that's all that there is. Um, I feel like if it was our first drink of the night, I might get a little more, but a lot of the rye that we've enjoyed at this age have been closer to cast strength, and this is at one hundred three. Which, I mean, looking at New Riff's cast strength, maybe this is closer to cast strength than we think, but I, I don't know what their barrel entry proof well, stuff was. Well, that is fair. Yeah. That is fair. Um, but it's just not it's not as hot as I want it to be. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off of what I am experiencing with it. Yeah. I, just to give it a score for me, I'm going to give it a 2.5. I'm going to give it a 2. I really didn't want to give it that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, but I also wanted more from the finish. I mean, it, it just is lackluster in delivering the hug, in delivering something that could entice people to go back for another drink. I do want to keep drinking this. I want to make that very clear. I do like this. I don't dislike it. But in a vacuum, <laughs> it it just doesn't it doesn't hold up the way that it probably should have. Yeah. Uh price at forty dollars. Forty two. Thirty six ninety nine. Thirty six ninety nine. Thirty six ninety nine. Dang it. Well, Castle and Keys getting you for it then uh 36.99 uh that's really not a bad price i give it a four yeah i want to give it a four as well just because i mean comparatively to other distilleries they're they're murdering it i mean they are they are absolutely killing it. not to mention i don't know how the hell they're making money because they have brass all over True. this thing the bottle's gorgeous i know it costs them a good amount of money i mean it's that cork is substantial too it is i mean it's a beast of a cork it is it is a, <laughs> an expensive cork it's an expensive bottle i mean they customized the heck out of the bottle yeah have you ever seen one of those t-shirts where they're like i'm gonna show you everywhere you can print on this and they have like yeah <laughs> printing everywhere but it's just nonsense like they they did that but yeah. it's all cohesively themed for castle and key like it's it's intense um, it, it's it's nice. We both wound up with the same score. 11 and a half. I don't know how that happened. Nah, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I want, I have so many questions I want to ask Marianne. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, really, truly, and I, and I just told her that as well. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I need to pick your brain on this. And like, I don't even have to put it on the podcast. I, I mean, I'm, I could, I probably could. She probably wouldn't mind. Yeah, but but she's moved on. I mean, she's doing she her has. stuff with Sweetens Cove. She just announced. And I said we weren't going to get into the news, but there's four different single barrels of Sweetens Cove coming out. And I mean, that, I'm just saying that's like she's she's curating yeah. some of that. She's stuff. working. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she has her product. She has Eve's Blind. Yeah, there are many different things that she's got her her fingers in to to work through. So yeah. By and all I, means, I, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to stir up old old things, old wounds or anything. But no, and I don't think she's I, gonna see it like that. I think if anything, Castle and Key's gonna see it like that. Well, and I let me be very clear. I Marianne is my friend. Yeah, and I have friends who work at Castle and Key. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I work and, with a guy that's also at Castle and Key. Yeah, I. Wait, is he still working at Total Wine too? Yeah, one day a week, just for fun. Really? Just for fun. Well, I guess that's how he knows all the stuff that gets put out. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, he's never told me that. Yeah, works six a.m. to ten and leaves. That's all. I six a.m. to ten a.m. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, good old James. Love that's him, man. amazing. I, I want to have James. James on the podcast sometime too. Oh, dude, he's so good. Honestly, he's if one you of my want favorite to do a people. beer podcast, that's who you need to have. Heck on. yes. Heck yes. Oh, I'm I'm so down for that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my 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 point is, I'm not taking sides. My review is solely because this is the whiskey we tasted tonight. This is the whiskey we tasted. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm not 
it's not being colored by one opinion or the other. I just think they missed the mark on this one. Yeah. I, I think they, they took the Woodford approach, and I'm not as happy about it. I'm not either. Yeah. But Which, again, it's good, mm-hmm. and I will continue to drink it. Yes. However, there's more to be desired. Here. There is, and I think it's going to be amazing in some cocktails, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I really do. I got an idea. Yeah. While we do tips and bits, let's drink the one just for fun. Okay. What's the just for fun one? Seventeen ninety two foolproof pick from oh, Liquor Barn. Boy, hit me with it. <laughs> I just I just got this one today too. Nice. Uh, oh, that's the Justin's House of Bourbon sticker. I was like, what's this extra weird sticker on the back? That's not even fully on there. <laughs> I I will be honest. I think that people should go and buy this. I don't think that it's a it's a pass for me. Yeah. At all. No, um, at the price, if nothing else, this is a fantastic collector's I item. Think. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I I mean I'm gonna buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotta know if batch two is any different. I get the feeling it might not be, but I don't know. Who's to say? Uh so tips and bits. Swan. Uh, This is the segment of the show where we recommend things. Not always bourbon-related, but maybe it's something that we've been watching recently. Yeah. Listening to, reading, if you're into that kind of thing. Reading's hard, man. Reading's for nerds. (laughs) Man, you just went intense with it. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I love reading. I, I have not read enough books this year. I wanted to read more books this year, and I just simply haven't. Yeah. Yeah, just haven't had time for it. Um, so this is something I've been struggling with uh, for a long time, but I'll, I'll just put it out there just as a good reminder. Be sure you separate work and home. Like, I've, I've oh, okay. recently been, like, that's my tip. Seriously. I thought we were getting real, di- real deep here. No, like, recently I've been able to fully do that, and it's been... Uh, it's extremely free. It's a big change for you. It is, yes. <laughs> just just be sure you make time for work and home, and you have very, very, like, harsh cutoffs for yeah. each one. Like, you need to you need to make sure that you're, you're taking care of it. And prioritize which one's more important, because sometimes it's easy to be like, if I just put all of my hours and all of my thought and all of my effort into work, it'll, be all, it'll all be all right. And then yeah. everyone at home's like, not seen you in three days <laughs> where you been uh just just make sure you you have time for that also big mouth just put out a new season that's another good one uh, i gotta get caught up on big mouth yep i'm like two seasons behind love john mulaney oh john mulaney is one of my favorites yeah and what's his name nathan kroll i yeah 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 also great he's love hilarious him. he is yeah. his show on on uh, comedy central was amazing and it didn't last very long it didn't, no. Uh, the League, did you ever watch that? I never watched The League. Dude, The League, I, him in The League is fantastic. It's all about fantasy football, isn't it? I don't it? care. No, they don't talk about football. <laughs> it's about fantasy football, but like the first episode, they're just like, oh, who's going to be able to pick first? And they're like, they start betting on kids at like a back bar, like a barbecue. 
Just like, I bet little Timmy over there is going to finish the sack race before your daughter does. And he's just like, I know my daughter. She's not going to win. I'm betting on little Timmy, too. <laughs> like, I mean, they just go nuts with it, man. So the league, big mouth, and just making time to, you know, actually enjoy your home life. I'm bad about that. It's I hard. Tr- I truly am bad about and that. It's and it's even harder right now because everyone is working at home. Well, yes, but also I'm the only one who is working full time. Yes. So I have to be more diligent about the the time that I am spending with work and trying to supplement some of that income the the best that I can. Yeah. So It'll balance out. It'll even out. But, you know, I also work very hard with the podcast, of course, and do yeah. a lot of things to make it successful. It's a lot. Just a big jump of proof, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. What is it, 12 proof points? 103 to 125? Oh, my. Oh, my. All right, George Takai. Okay, something. I don't know. Mm. Mm. That's tasty. There we go. <laughs> Dude, the amount of citrus in that? Yeah, it's wild. Oh, that tastes like one of those Terry's chocolate oranges you smack on the counter. And it almost little... drinks like a cocktail. Yeah. Almost has like a little bit of a vermouth thing going on. It is dry. Yeah, but I don't mind it. Hmm. I need to find me a new foolproof pick. This was uh, the very last bottle at Liquor Barn. And it's the one near near us, too. And I wouldn't have noticed it mm-hmm. if I hadn't looked at the the like display behind the behind the register mm-hmm. from behind. <laughs> I was like, that's 1792 foolproof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to get that instead. Absolutely. Man, so what's your good. tips and or bit? <sighs> well, maybe I should try to find more time away from work. <laughs> I'm working my best, man. I'm doing I'm doing as much as I can to <laughs> yeah, help the help my family out. Um you know, I had a significant one earlier in this week, and now I can't fully remember what it was. Uh, but I have been playing old Nintendo 64 Sorry, games. Sorry, it's late. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. I've been playing uh, N64 games this week, too, nice. for whatever reason. And I've, I've just been playing it on my emulator, on my mm-hmm. computer. Um, I just was going through, like games that you need to play before you die or whatever like the best console games per console and like i was reminded that donkey kong 64 is a game that exists and it's impossibly hard (laughs) (laughs) it's so hard you know what makes it harder that the game keeps glitching every time I i try to jump on a vine like it literally, like the pixels, 
I'm spitting, apparently. The pixels will, like, shoot off to the right side of the screen when I try to jump to the vine. So there's literally nothing there for me to jump onto. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just telling you what... You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Pixels, man. Pixels. <laughs> no, but hey, going back and playing some old video games is just fun. Yeah, I, I've actually been doing that quite a bit recently. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny because it all started with like Mario 64, mm-hmm. which I don't have any nostalgia for because I never played it when I was younger. But it made me want to go back and play other N64 games mm-hmm. to kind of... Re- revisit some of that nostalgia so in a way it sparked it but yeah i have an actual nintendo 64 at home with a couple of cartridges Do you really yeah i think my brother has ours if you want to play pokemon house. stadium come on over bud can we play hey you pikachu the worst game on the n64 no <laughs> did you ever play that game no i have spider-man uh mario kart 64 and um, what else? I've got Pokemon Stadium. What's the Spider-Man game on? N64? Dude, it came in a red cartridge. It's dope. It's fantastic. Is it the same game that was on the PlayStation? No, I don't think so. I don't know what this is. It came in a red cartridge. Nice. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> Did I mention it had a red cartridge? <laughs> It was like there was two things in my childhood that stood out. It was the fact that Spider-Man had that like colored cartridge and the Rugrats movie came in an orange VHS. It <laughs> <laughs> like those two were the pinnacles of odd colored equipment from childhood. I uh, uh, yeah, that is that was actually the same game that came out on the on the 64 or on the PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. But which so funny story about that game. Nobody cares about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is for us. Perry. Funny. This is t- this is purely just for us. We had the demo version of that game for the so piece for the, the PC. <laughs> so I would play over and over again the first boss fight, and it was the scorpion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just confirming that because you knew exactly what I was talking about. I it's did. Yeah. Chef's and kiss. The worst but, part about that game was you would constantly be like, "Oh, I'm ready to fight," and then Spider-Man <laughs> would be like. I can climb things. And all of a sudden, he would like <laughs> jump up and grab a pipe above him. And you're just like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> it was so frustrating. Oh, good stuff. But I, I loved playing that demo. <laughs> I got really good at it. There's a scene with the black cat on top of the Daily Bugle. <laughs> I need to track down a ROM of the... Just the demo. Not the full game. No. <laughs> Just need the demo. <laughs> Ultimate nostalgia is playing <laughs> the demo version of a game. That's like you can only play the first level of Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. Because he ran out of quarters. That's fantastic. Oh... Oh. I, this this is a very good 1792 foolproof pick. It is, man. This is a good episode. Just relax. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah. Just doing some doing some picks. We we needed we needed this. Yeah. I feel like, and um, you know, going through some reviews is not the worst thing mm. in the world. Oh goodness, I'm tired now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sleeping. 
Me too. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. I, where can people find you, Swan, on social media if they would like to follow up with you? I'm on Instagram at SwanTBF. And I'm on all social media channels as at PRitter1492. If you want to follow up with the show, it's at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. Uh, we typically pull ours from the Apple podcast app and guess what swan we have a new review this week all right we actually read out these reviews as well good or bad uh here on the show you know what i'm gonna go ahead and read out the the bad one we got on podbean as well my voice really cracked um i'm gonna do that one first actually i don't think i ever i don't think i ever told you about that review um but it's it's pretty it's pretty brutal Okay, so um, <laughs> says guys. Uh, this is from a, a man named Jeremy. I won't. I won't give out his last name. Uh, but he says, guys, please learn to focus. <laughs> if this is a bourbon podcast, please talk about bourbon. I don't need to hear about your cats or which bands you like or don't like. I downloaded this podcast to hear about bourbon. Please try to stay on topic, even if the podcast is shorter. It will be more relevant. I have to fast forward past all your off-topic discussion. <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. No, no, no. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yep, my bad. <laughs> but on a much more positive note, mm-hmm. on the Apple Podcasts app, uh, we have a five-star rating and review from RK Store, who is our buddy Ryan Story from Tell Me I'm Wrong. It said, great conversations. Perry has a great way of making you feel a part of the show and some great laid-back conversations. Ryan, thank you for leaving a review. I, I left a review for Tell Me I'm Wrong as well because I love those guys and I love that show, and you guys definitely need to go check it out. Uh, let's see what else you can find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com you can what was that oh okay you can <laughs> you can send us questions or comments to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com uh, we love hearing from listeners of the show somebody uh, recently told me that uh, the Auntie Donna boys were on another podcast I think it was the Burt Kreischer podcast um so i need to go and check that out have you watched any of auntie donna on netflix yet Mm-mm. swan need to get would, on that would you would you do me a solid mm-hmm. and before next week watch all six 20 minute episodes i might be able to do that it's an easy watch i need to know i need to know how you feel about them or else we can't continue this podcast Oh, oh! Well, I'm just kidding. It's aggressive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, somebody reached out to me on uh, on the email about that. So if you have anything you'd like to uh, inform us about, you can head over there. I uh, I can't remember the number for barrel rings. A five nine four two eight eight two five three. There it is. Uh, are oft forgotten, but sometimes brought up. I uh, segment barrel mm-hmm. rings where we get a voicemail from people, 859-428-8253. As I said, you can leave us a voicemail there, and we'll respond to it on air. I go live on YouTube every Thursday night uh, at 8 p.m. I say every, but I'm going to take a little break uh, for the holidays after what will be tomorrow night when this episode 
comes out. And uh, last but not least, you can uh, become a patron of the show, a supporter of the show, at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month and for as little as $5 a month. You get bonus content like the pregame chats and the last call, which I can't wait for us to start back up after the first of the year. Yeah. I'm I'm psyched to get back into that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let's let's thank a patron. We haven't thanked a patron in a while. Do you want to do you want to thank a patron? Yeah. You really are selling me on that. Who, who we got? Because like I don't I'm I'm not on the patron <laughs> much. Uh, let's thank. Oh, we haven't thanked this guy yet. He's been a patron for us uh, since April of 2019. Bill from the Whiskey Dick. Nice. It's awesome. Whiskey Dictionary. I don't, sorry. Sorry parents are listening to this with their kids. It's it's short for dictionary. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate everybody who is a patron of the show over there. Once again, patreon.com slash podcast. It really helps me out with some bills, extra uh, bills every month, uh, as well as, you know, costs for... Uh, hosting the show, stuff like that, and promotion and whatnot as well. And you guys are awesome. I appreciate and love everybody who's over on the Patreon. I mean, I'd love you anyway, but you know. All right, let's let's do let's wrap it up. Swan, thanks for being here, man. Yeah. I guess I'll see. Me. I guess I'll see you next week. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> I hope so. We've got to we've got to do our top ten soon. Yeah, we do need to do that soon. Maybe I'll do another Christmas by the fireside special sometime soon as well because it was such a raving success the last time i did it (laughs) yes all right regardless we will see you all next week thank you so much again for listening but until next time i'm perry i'm swan and this is my bourbon podcast 